Welcome to Indie Music Live. This is episode 55 with featured artist Rick Mercer with music from Paper Nautilus and Gods the Rapper. We're triple streaming to Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook Live, so please share this And now, welcome your hosts, Mr. David Werber and JoJo Keys. And welcome to 2017, as if it's my house or something. I'm JoJo Keys. This is Indie Music Live, episode 55. Sitting here with Mr. David Werber. It's January 3rd, 2017. You still look the same. It's 2017. I was hoping you might, like, change something. I don't know. How are you, man? Well, I mean, I've been working out. Can't you tell the difference in my massive chest? Yeah. Isn't that obvious? Jesus. Joe, you got got the arc mount uh, stuff going on on the side, right? I got one right now. It's not arc mount, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I wish it was. Okay. It was the one that was uh, made in Taiwan or something. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking at Periscope. We got some people on Periscope. Looks like it's a little glitchy on Periscope. Oh, I know. You know what? Periscope was being real glitchy on some scopes I was watching. So I wonder it's it's trying to reconnect every once in a while. It's going. But anyway, um, yeah, dude. So you just put up a new page on the website, I believe, right? Yeah, we got a couple new pages. We put our brand partners page up. And as of today, I just have it linking to a new page in the main menu. It's called No Dat Mixtapes. Yeah, we're getting into the mixtape scene. Um, so we're working with No Dat Entertainment, which is Brandon B-Flow Flowers and uh, Carlos Biglos Sandifer. They're watching right now. They're having a drink and they're just... They're just glorified as we speak. Florified? Is that what you said? Flo- sure. <laughs> like they're like rinsing their mouths out with floor. Anyway. Um, yeah. So let's see here. Um, it's 2017. I wanted to let you guys know too. I actually have some news. We're going to be starting to do a lot more periscopes on our periscope. Um, just like single shots. I want to do a thing called indie music daily or indie music plus daily, something like that. I haven't really nailed down the name yet. I kind of did a little test today. You can go catch the replay. I will tell you that when I played Rick's music, I was doing some preview for the show tonight and I played Rick's music and I didn't play. So anyway, <laughs> that was the maiden voyage. So let's go it's ahead and really, listen to it. No, it's really powerful music. Sometimes it overwhelms computers and speakers like they, like, Technology cannot handle Rick Mercer. Exactly, exactly. And so let's see here. We have another, we have a new great review from a band out of New York City. Actually, we're going to listen to first tonight. This is, uh, uh, you know, long in the waiting. I've been working on this review for a while. And um, this is Paper Nautilus with their song Orient. Going down, all the way, all the way around 
Bernadalus from the Orient, or with their song, The Orient. They're not from the Orient. They're from New York City. What am I talking about? I believe they're from Long Island. <laughs> it's kind of like the Orient. I don't know. I was there recently. It's, it's very weird. No. Um, yeah, man. I, I just did the review on these guys. Uh, when I first listened to them, I loved it. Um, and, and I just had to go through and figure out the right things to say about it. Um, before I let you give your thoughts, I wanted to talk to some people on Periscope real quick. People were asking how to submit their music. Um, so everybody on Periscope and Facebook and YouTube, you can go straight up to IndieMusicPlus.com and check out the Submit Music tabs up on the top of the menu. So, Dave, why don't you let me tell us what, uh, what you think about this song? Yeah, we're, we were just talking in the green room. It was about, I was asking you, what, what accent is that? It, it almost sound English or British, and you, you're thinking it's just the long well, I know I know some singers that tend to go a little English-sounding sometimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe it, it was interesting. I, I'm curious, so I don't know. If they're actually here live, uh, throw it in the chat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Long Island accent is it can be pretty thick, same with Chicago and Southern and all that stuff. But anyway, so I, I really like this, this sound, man. It was, you know, the alt-rock, a uh, little grunge in there. Um, it's a real. It's a long song, which is kind of interesting. You know, I'm. This is just like stream of consciousness uh, on my thoughts on this. So, the first point would be it's almost seven minutes. So, um, man, we got to interview these guys one of these days because I want to know the answers to this stuff. It's it's almost a seven minute song. So, I mean, people in the industry that is it's been like this for what forty fifty years. I mean, seven minute songs don't get radio play a lot of their uh they have four songs on their ep that's on Bandcamp. actually you can go find it on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. i always say that word too fast Bandcamp, bandcamp.com and um they uh, their songs are like all like around five minutes to seven minutes so i mean they're, they're you know they're artistic they're not going for the radio hits necessarily which, which is fine and that that's the question it's like what what's the intention do you do you guys not care about radio play and if they don't cool you know it all music is art. If that's what you want to do, cool. And I enjoyed the song, but I'm just stating that that point, I guess, to people that may not realize that that like radio, you know, they're looking at like three to four minutes, and if they have, they're trying to decide what song to play. I can't get it later on. There's a couple that are like on the fence. And it's like ah, that one's seven minutes now. We can't play that one. It's too long. But if there's enough of a buzz and enough of a crowd, enough people behind a song that is that long, then it will get played. It's just a tougher path. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was thinking, so an example of that would be like Pearl Jam. You know, they were known, some of their songs, they just have these long, just, I don't know if drawn out's the best way to say it, but yeah, it, it goes on. Like the solos in the end, they'll just like go and go. What's up? People are talking about on Periscope, uh, uh, November Rain. 
Yeah. Oh, great example. Another yeah. perfect one. So November Rain, I love the song. I love uh, Guns N' Roses, one of my favorites growing up. Um, when I listen to November Rain, I don't, I don't get bored. I, I'm not like tired or it's like, I love Slash and it's like, great. But they were already, you know, one of the 10 biggest bands in the world at that time. So, you know, yeah. they're, they're going to play their stuff. But um, anyway, yeah, it's, it, it, there is a little grunge feel to this really big, full, you know, crunchy guitars. And, and that was nice. The only thing uh, on my end for a, a critique would be, I think the lead vocals were just a little quiet. Sure. I think they got a little buried in the mix and in the background vocals were, it seemed like they were the same level as the main. So I, w I would crank up the main a little here, but that's all I have for this, man. Yeah, great band. So everybody in Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, let us know you're here. Go ahead and share this out. Put a, I don't know, put a 4,672 in the chat if you think my hair looks nice tonight. Um, everybody, everybody <laughs> in Facebook, Allison, Lincoln, Mike Sapienza, I hope you're still here. Carlos, that's Black Caesar. Be easy in the house. Uh, Sharon Novak, Nicole Lobato, Prim Chawla, father of one of my favorite piano students. Um, Warren, good to see you, man. Happy birthday. And Lisa says, Prince had long songs, Led Zeppelin, Bob Dylan, Hendrix. If they ever get mainstream, they shorten it anyways. So let's go ahead and bring in our featured artist of the week. Speaking of rock and roll, uh, let's <clears throat> let's bring in Mr. Rick Mercer. Ricky Mercer. Do you prefer Rick or Ricky? You probably should have asked that beforehand. Uh, that's better. Rick. Rick, whatever you want. Cool, cool. I thought I, I thought I saw it, um, Ricky somewhere, like Ricky Mercer music or something like that. But Rick, Rick W. Mercer, Rick, Rick, Rick Mercer, Rick W. Cool. Mercer, whatever. Cool, man. So how you doing? Pretty good, man. Thanks. Sorry, but someone was at the door there, and I got a yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That we're all like, whoa, what? <laughs> that would be my big mouth, everybody. What a good introduction. That would be mouth. How you so, doing? Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us your, your you know, spiel when you tell people about you and your music and what you do. And then go ahead and introduce the song Louisiana Cajun Girls Rock, which we're going to take a little snippet, listen to. And then we're going to come back and get deeper with Dave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, how you doing, folks? My name is Rick W. Mercer. I'm a songwriter, guitar player, and I have a lot of songs out there now. This particular song is called Louisiana. Cajun Girls Rock. Cool. Am I hired? <laughs> <laughs> and fired. Perfect. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob, whenever you're ready. Yeah, let's play Louisiana Cajun Girls Rock. We'll let we'll let Dave take the rest of this. Mm -hmm.
agree although you know i've been married a long time and you know i really don't know but i think people down there rock a lot um i was uh, i was able to go to new orleans when i was a kid to mardi gras when i was like 14 years old and i remember just being like wow <laughs> and then um you know i just had a lot of experience down the south personally so your song really resonated with me i thought it was a great tune nice and rocky and you know uh like i told you in the green room before nice and polished and solid and great stuff man it really stood out to me now we're gonna get deeper with dave <laughs> okay here we go deeper with dave <laughs> deeper with dave yeah you guys i'm going way too fast for rob tonight <laughs> no it's all right yeah, i mean <laughs> after midnight it gets really deep but, Sorry, we'll cut you in there when you're, when you're talking someone was at my door of all times <laughs> no that's all right man so Rick, man, we were talking before the show, and it was a very pleasant conversation, by the way. Um, so you're up in uh, you're up in Ontario, Canada, yeah. and you're playing Southern blues rock yeah. music. Well, see, I don't, please, please explain for the listeners. I'm a blues fan, you know. We play the blues festivals and the rip fests. I mean, I don't care about playing bars a lot, you know. I like the. I grew up in that the bluegrass and blues and everything, so that's, I want to stick with that. But I wrote all these songs, and I just wanted to get them out there. Um, I'm not playing the stuff live yet, my own stuff, because I, I would like to put a whole band together. This is just a two-man operation recording this material right now. So to actually go do it live, I would like to put a solid band together with a good French singer, another guitar player that can play lead as well, to do guitar harmonies. And, so that kind of stuff, and that would be kind of cool. I think. Okay, and then you were also saying that you actually recorded this stuff about five, six years ago. Um, but you kind of considered it a demo and you're actually like, you re-recorded everything, remixed it. Is that, is that what happened? And then why did you do that? Like, Because the demos were demos and you know, they were just limited. They weren't, I didn't want to put stuff out there that's not polished. I mean, I don't believe in like, how are you going to shop a, a demo when people want to hear something decent? So I tried to re-record everything and do the best I can. And now I have a system where I do all my guitar parts at home now and it's totally efficient. I just send everything off to the studio guy and say, I want the drums like this. Steve Henry's a friend of mine. He owns a studio, and he's a great musician. He plays bass, drums, guitar. So I have everything in one package there. It's, it's working well so far. Well, that's cool. I mean, my, my thoughts on this, we, we actually played uh, part of the song, I think, I don't know, two, three months ago. We, we, it was not the feature, but we did play it. Uh, and I remember some of my thoughts on this, like the intro of Louisiana Cajun Girl, Reminded me of a 
stones. Yeah. And just like the intro, so I'm like, okay, there's the stones. And then some of my later thoughts uh, on the song, I, I think I was talking about Jimmy Buffett. I'm just like trying to remember the conversation. I think I was mentioning Jimmy Buffett because to make a point about how there's a place for pretty much every, any type of sound if you want to put in the work, if you want to tour. And, you know, I, I'm like, I, I was kind of going back and forth. I know Joe loves this stuff and everything, and the production is great. You know, blues rock, it, it definitely brings you back um, to the old days. Uh, you, you can't ignore that. But I know some of my questions I was asking, like, I know you're saying you kind of work in construction and everything, but, like, what's your – What's your vision with this? Like, what's your goal? Do you want it? Like, would you be interested in just working with a booking agent and trying to find places where people love this style of music and just touring for a year? Or what do you want to do with this? Well, that's an option. I mean, I never, I just wanted to put the stuff out there and now it's out there and people are starting to dig it. So why not go play a bit more, you know, and, and put a great, uh, great band together with great musicians, a great front singer. I want someone up front singing. I, I don't want the job. I'm, I'm happy playing my guitar and backups. That's what my main thing. And, uh, but yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Blues festivals. See, I, it's kind of hard to say a genre because I play bluegrass and everything. So I never really had a certain market in mind. I just want to put out all these songs and just, you know, maybe someone would, might want to take it and record one of the songs. Like I have some honky tonk too. I do it. No, that's it. Rick, that's interesting, man. So, like, you write all this stuff, and, like, if you were to tour, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't want to be the front man and the singer? You would want someone else to be that person, or? Right, yeah, because I'm, like, I'm playing guitar, and I, I my voice, I mean, I can do this stuff, but I never see myself as a French singer, like, to really belt it out. I mean, then again, I never really tried it. I just wanted to get the songs out the best I could, because trying to get five guys to record all the time it was just too much work so i had to do everything myself got it efficient way to do it and that's what i did over a year and a half i mean i paid everybody's paid up and everything and there's no debt and the recordings are out there and i'm back in the studio again um, in march but uh, cool. the options are there i never expected it to kind of snowball like this but i appreciate the input and ideas people like yourselves are giving me so it's, it's great you know no, man, I was, I was just checking your SoundCloud links. You know, there, there's a few comments. People are liking it, man. Like it's, uh, people like, sometimes they like, they like getting brought back to kind of the old days, like with, with a fresh take on it, I guess. I mean, we, we actually get a lot of music that kind of falls in this range where it's, we're not even sure if it's like 30 years old or if it was just recorded like this year or something. Which is, I mean, that's, that I don't know. That's like an interesting process to me. Like it, like Joe and I talk about this. Like, is this, is this just like a, did someone just send us like a 40 year old recording or they just love like old style music and they're kind of putting their own take on it. And the fact that we're not sure to me is, is actually cool. Well, the I fact could, that we can't figure it out is actually a cool thing to me, but yeah, Joe will come back, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Joe, you're muted. Sorry. I uh, muted my mic because I was trying to be cool. Um, that was Deeper with Dave. Uh, <laughs> hope you got a lot out of that. Uh, Rick, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, spending the time uh, to come and hang out with us. You know, all the featured artists that come in here, they got to hang out with us for like an hour, you know, and smell us, our BO and everything. So um, appreciate you. Um, 
why don't you um, close yourself out here and let people know where we can find your music, you know, find you online, all that stuff, give some shout outs, whatever you want to do, and we'll, uh, we'll say goodnight to you. Okay, first of all, thank you all so much for having me on the show. A real honor, a privilege. Uh, you can find my stuff at rickmercermusic.com. That's my site, and I'm on Facebook too, but mainly on that site, and you'll find me. I'm on Twitter too, Rick Mercer Music. Not the comedian. We have a comedian up here, Rick Mercer. I'm not that guy. Rick W. Mercer. Thanks a lot, guys. Real great. Yeah, man, definitely. Don't be a stranger. All Dave, right. you look like you got something to say. Oh, we'll be in touch, Rick, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate everything. You guys are great. Cool. Good man. You're a good man. Um, no, I mean, people are liking it in the chat, you know, and uh, I'm just looking at some of the, like Allison Krauss, some of the older crowd. I think she's in her early 70s. Uh, <laughs> dude, great. dude, dude, stop. <laughs> you guys kill me. That's funny. <laughs> That's all I got for it. Cool. Well, Rick, thanks again, man. Uh, you're, you're more than welcome to hang out with us till the end of the show, or you know, if you got stuff to do, you know, no hard feelings if you got to run. But thank you again, man. Uh, don't be a stranger. We'll keep an eye out for our shows, and hopefully, we can uh, keep helping you out too. So, absolutely, uh, I'm gonna hang around. Happy New Year. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man, definitely. Let's go ahead and uh, move on to the last thing of this evening. So, we're actually doing. We listened to Louisiana Cajun Girls Rock a couple weeks ago, and. Gaz the Rapper is back again. This dude, he's been, uh, we've been helping him out with some promotions and stuff. And this new single, Where You Been, is just, I'm just loving it, man. So uh, we had to play, I don't remember if we played this one or if it was another recent one of his, but. It was a different one. It yeah. was a different one. Okay, excellent. So even better. So this is his brand new single, Where You Been by Gaz the Rapper. Check this guy out on Periscope. I've been all over this bitch. Hey. I've been working every goddamn day. Work, work. Dreaming about applies, scheming, trying to find the pay. Call me Waka Flocka, going hard in the pain. I when I finally find a turn up on me, this is what they say. Where you been? We've been missing your ass. Like, where you been? You better roll up this gas and get it lit. Man, I'm ready for that. Like, where you been? On the tape that I ain't trying to sell you She's free, then I'll be just run it, let me know okay. I've been working, working, working Gearing up to do some shows Man, I, I got so much on my mind I've been going crazy. crazy Smoking up that OG So they call me hella hazy Hella ladies international Now wanna entertain me She roll blunts that are amazing Smoke the whole thing, now I'm faded Spending all my life And all my time On making rhymes And shit that fine. Where I've been, well that's easy Work with pieces, call me Cece Hit the studio and I get home No MC that can beat me Where you been? We've been missing your ass Like where you
working on his uh, new album. Um, it's supposed to be coming out very, very soon. Um, so everybody in Facebook, Deontay, Alexander, Lisa, or Orozco, I feel like I know you from somewhere. Philip, McLeod, Ali, Warren, Kamal was in the house. I don't know if he's Kamal. still here, but uh, yeah, some, yep, there's Kamal. Yeah, good to see you, man. Mr. Alexander's in the house, too. Mr. Alexander, it's Mr. Alexander. Yep, that's right. So, Gaz, man. Gaz the rapper. I I think what's cool, like, I was checking out his SoundCloud, and his description, he's like, hey, guys, this is the latest mix, and I'm still working hard on the album. And I'm not sure if you talked to him, but I, I'm wondering if this is just, like, He's just kind of throwing this out there to get a little feedback before he does his final mix on this stuff, which is kind of in like that mixtape space. And that that's part of the reason we're getting into that. Like the mixtape space is kind of its own animal. And uh, so we're going to have to talk to guys about that. Um, but man, guys, <laughs> this guy has got like some uncommon talent, man. This, this song we just heard is a little more melodic, which is a little different from some of his other stuff, you know? That's what I liked about it the most. Yeah, a little more melodic and a little more, you know, energy, a little more, I don't know, expression and a little more drama in his voice, I guess, in this, in this tune. But I, whenever I listen to him, whenever I think about him, man, I always think of just about his, his rapping skills. I almost put words in your mouth, sorry. That's all right, yeah. We can do that another time. You know that song? <laughs> no, but, man, Joe, like, guys, when when he starts, he he, he just kind of toys with it at the end, he, and we didn't even hear it in this, uh, in this clip right here. But, man, he's oh. got these skills where he can just, the speed at which he raps, and he can do this freestyle is just... And some oh. of those dudes, they're not actually saying anything, but he's pretty. He sometimes he'll go off on a little thing where it's just more rhythmic or whatever. But he's actually saying stuff most of the time. You guys, oh, know he is, dude. Periscope. And it's yeah. he's got like got like ten million hearts. He like freestyles comments yeah. in the Periscope. He's got tons of fans on Periscope in particular. So he's just yeah. Trying- so like here's like, I don't know how to describe this, whether it's a critique or not. But what my feelings on Gaz is that the path in which he kind of. Uh, jumps out of the noise and out of the crowd and how I think he will reach like another level is through that is through that uncommon skill of that just super fast, like freestyle rapping. So how that happens, I'm not sure, but like when he does that, I just, I, I would listen to that every day, man. So I don't know, like, when it becomes too much, like, whether he if he does that in every single song, like, the whole way through, that's probably, it just get will probably be too much for people. But when I listen to his stuff, I always want to hear that. I, I want to hear a piece of that somewhere because that that's what we're, that's what just gives me that, like, feeling. Like, well, man, so check cool. Him on, check him out on Periscope then, you know. He's on, like, a couple times a day. Oh, okay, fair point. So how, how, do, how do, like... What's your recommendation then? Like, do, if he's so popular on Periscope and people love when he does the freestyle, like super fast rap, um, do you think he should do that in every song that he puts out? No, I like I like that he's the, he's got you know he hasn't really put out much except for like a mixtape or something. He does, he's more known for just doing the free the 
you know, the long style freestyle things on Periscope. So I like hearing the control in his songs. I like hearing the melodies, you know, I like hearing the, the original beats and stuff and that he's taking his time and working on it. I, that, that's the big question. That's the big differentiator to me is how often to use that style in his yeah. stuff because that, that's what separates him from the noise. You know, so, yeah, man. I mean, we're, we have like a pretty much like a continual dialogue going on with him. Yeah, he's know? a cool dude. Yeah. yeah. I was just watching him on Periscope today, actually. I just, he invited me to a Periscope that I went in and just started checking out. And then next thing you know, I'm in his Periscope. It's, yeah. it's just cool. So anyway, we're out of time for uh, this week on Indie Music Live episode 55. We're also on Thursday nights. 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time for our Indie Musicians Roundtable. You can catch that wherever we are. Uh, it's going to be on YouTube and Facebook. Um, and also, Periscope, I started doing a uh, regular Indie Music Daily, so you can check that out. I haven't really set, nailed down a set time yet, but just keep your eye out. Turn on the notifications, all that stuff. Have any Mr. Final Words, Mr. Werba? No, man. I'm excited for this year. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. You got you got the new division, the new mixtape division. So if you have a mixtape, send it to us. We'll review it. And we're actually going to do a charting system for mixtapes. And we're going to kind of have this dialogue going on about it probably for the next couple months. Because um, I'm not sure that people even realize what the purpose of mixtapes are. So well, we're going to have to education, I think, for the listeners. Cool. All right. So again, um, enlightened audiovisual, Mr. Robert Hicks. Thank you so much for providing these amazing live streaming services where we're triple streaming on Tuesday nights, Periscope at Indie Music Live, actually Twitter as well. If you consider Periscope part of Twitter, Facebook Live and YouTube, all Indie Music Plus. I'm JoJo Keys here with Mr. David Werba. You've been watching Indie Music Live episode 55. See ya.